Hi everyone, um, this is Paola Ortiz. I'm here with my colleague Angelica um, Lastra Farley. We are currently interns here at Isleta del Sur Pueblo. We are also getting our master's degree right now at UTEP in social work. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us this afternoon. So yeah, uh, we are going to start talking about um, the stigma in mental health. So, um, so yeah, Miss Paola, what is stigma to you? What do you think stigma is? What I think stigma is, is, you know, stereotypes. We have a lot of thoughts on what a person should be, um, a lot of prejudices and discrimination against specific groups. So I think stigma is just all of that together. Um, mainly you know targeting other people based on information that's not necessarily true and it can be very harmful okay so what does it look like what do you think it looks like i think it depends on you know the culture and and our society um for me it was the way stigma showed up in my life was coming from a very hispanic um household or family you know, we would talk about our mental health issues and our parents would ne they won't necessarily validate it. Um, so we would say, mom, like I'm feeling sad or I wanna go to therapy. And because they didn't grow up with that validation, you know, they didn't know how to validate us. So they just said, oh, you'll get over it. Or it's, you know, you don't have depression, like just go for a walk and you'll be fine. Right. Um, so, how how did it look like for you or how does it look like for you basically that's kind of like how i grew up too i mean we I mean, you've just felt bad they wouldn't wouldn't even talk about it so yeah it was like yeah whatever you'll you'll get better so yeah so why are we not courageous enough to talk about mental illness you know in our society mental illness is stigmatized more than any other illness or condition for example like cancer mm -hmm. diabetes i mean we don't they're not stigmatized because of having cancer or diabetes because you know actually you see it mm -hmm. um you know society paints a picture of mental illness as being you know people that have a mental illness they're dangerous violent uh they're unstable and they're you know they fear them mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that also goes back to, you know, a lot of people being, um, September is Suicide Awareness Month, and I think stigma has a lot to do with it because a lot of people in our, you know, in this culture, we hear people saying, oh, I'm depressed, I need help, I'm suicidal, and a lot of people don't take it seriously um, until they actually do something, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's something that we need to work on because um, like you said just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not there correct right we can't we, we can't a simple you know we can't even go and get a simple x-ray a scan uh, a blood test to diagnose mental illness so yeah mental illness is um, you know something that if, if it, you don't see it sure it must not be real mm-hmm yes and I also think um, even if they believe that you're sad, um, they, a lot of people are in denial. Um, a lot of people, whether it's generational trauma, you know, we see that a lot. 
um, our parents, like I said, maybe our parents don't know how to express their emotions, so they're not going to be able to validate other generations. Um, and then a lot of cultures really value strength. You know, they're like, well, I can do this on my own. I don't need help. Um, sometimes it's very hard for people to ask for help, even though it's, it doesn't mean you're weak if you do ask for help. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, how does stigma affect people with mental illnesses? I think it affects a lot of things in their life, you know, it can affect their relationships, it can affect employment. A lot of people don't have the employment opportunities just because they have a mental disorder. Um, and that's not equal, right? That's, that's not the equality that we want to see. Um, it also affects housing, you know, being able to rent their apartment, different things that a lot of people take for granted. Um, A lot of people avoid diagnosis in general um, because they're scared of labels. Um, And that goes back to stigma, you know, they don't want to be labeled as bipolar or something because a lot of people, they hear that and they automatically think, oh, this person's crazy or this person is dramatic or all of these very hurtful terms that go with that. Um, So... Um, I I guess I wanted to bring up how stigma has always been around. Um, you know, back in the, I don't know what year, but a long time ago, um, people with mental issues were treated as slaves and criminals. You know, um, later on, people with mental issues um, were seen as, as if it was a punishment from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of people were institutionalized, and unfortunately... As we know, a lot of homeless people today are um, a result of those institutions. So even today, you know, it's a taboo topic. It's, it's an uncomfortable topic that people try to avoid. So how do we work on stigma? How can we help, you know, reduce stigma in the mental health community? Uh, I guess simple solutions on breaking the cycle of stigma would be for us as a community to come together and talk about mental illness by being respectful, of course, and using respectful uh, verbiage mm-hmm. on it, as well as, uh, you know, just ed- educating what mental uh, illness is and what it isn't, mm-hmm. you know, and just doing this by beginning to change, uh, you know, people's misunderstandings on what mental illness is, you know, also providing education to the public that mental illness is a brain disorder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just, you know, it reduces, you know, this educating reduces um, the tendency of, you know, to blame others for their mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good point that you bring up about um, trying to change that misunderstanding that people have on mental health disorders. Um, because like I said, there's so much, so many, I don't know, labels that that get put out there when when people seem vulnerable. But I think it's time to embrace that vulnerability and help each other. Um, we can all use some help. So... Um, 
I also wanted to mention that according to NAMI, the National Association of Mental Illnesses, um, other ways we can help with stigma is to talk openly about it. Um, like Angie said, educate ourselves as well as educate others. Um, I think as human beings, we fear the unknown. So having that education will really help us understand people and give each other the same opportunities and the same kindness. Um, also be conscious of language. Like I said, there's a lot of language that can be very hurtful to this community. Um, encourage equality, show compassion, be honest about treatments, and choose empowerment over shame. So, like I said, shifting that conversation from it's very shameful to talk about, you know, our struggles, and changing that into saying, you know, it's very empowering to talk about what we need help with, what we're struggling with, and how, as a community, we can learn to accept each other like that more grow together mm -hmm. and give each other support making sure that we are here together to help out mm -hmm. no matter what because we all could go through uh situations and we can all you know end up in their in the same shoes so we need to be understanding and supportive mm -hmm. that's a very good point so um yeah i we hope that you enjoyed our uh, little talk Mm -hmm. And thank you very much for listening to us. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, we hope you have a, a great evening. Evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.